Hi, my name is Shannon Pfeffer. I'm obsessed with understanding the how and the why behind feeling good and translating that knowledge into strategies that help you live better. Each week, we'll dive into conversations about food, fitness, stress, career, and family. We'll learn from each other, feel more connected, and we'll explore ways to design a life you love. So what are you waiting for? Keep listening for tips, tricks, and fun facts about feeling good, looking good, and living better. And don't forget to bring a snack. This is a Side of Syrup podcast. Everyone, you are in for a treat with my guest today, Jessica Haley. Jessica is not only a digital marketing mentor, she is a collagen and beauty expert. Mm-hmm. We'll get some some knowledge dropped of how to take care of our skin. Uh, but Jessica, most importantly, she helps busy moms build wealth online without sacrificing mom time through a concept called social retail. And she breaks it down in such detail. I like got off of our podcast recording, which I could have talked to her four hours about, called my husband immediately and was like, I need to learn so much more about this. This is brilliant. We dive into key things of how Jessica got to where she is today. Side note, she started out as a wedding photographer after a career in finance. She is so jack of all trades and so excellent at everything she does. She's built an amazing personal brand and she also gives us tips on how to do that yourself really easily, really simply. Guys, I say this from time to time, but I like really, really mean it right now. Get out your notebooks, your notes app. Um, if you are listening to this in the car, listen to it again. Uh, when you've got some like paper handy, there's so much here, especially if you're a budding entrepreneur or wanting to step out on your own or wanting to embrace this concept of social retail. Jessica Haley is your go-to gal. Without further ado, let's dive in and let's hear me salivate, truly salivate over all the knowledge that she is dropping. This episode just totally blew my mind and I know it will blow yours too. It's great. Welcome Jessica Haley to A Side of Syrup. If you're too busy to take care of your energy and you have no idea how to feel like yourself again, but you desperately need to, like yesterday, finally, there's a system for you, one that holds you accountable and teaches you step-by-step how to get your most valuable asset, your energy, back for good. Warning, guys, this program changes lives. I have a few spots left for my group coaching program, Exhausted to Energize, where I will teach you First and foremost, that feeling tired is optional. Exhausted to Energize is the only system you'll ever need to get your energy back for good within just three months. Applications are open for a limited time only. Please check out the show notes for today's episode or hop on over to my Instagram at Shannon Feff, P-F-E-F, and click in the link in bio and you will be taken right to this page. It takes under two minutes to apply. I hope to see you there. I can't wait to get started and get your energy back for good. 
Hi, Jessica. How are you? Good. Thanks for having me. Of course, of course. Everyone, uh, we have a special guest today, someone I went to college with, and we haven't touched base in a long, long, long time, because I guess it's been that long since we've graduated I college. Um, uh, I'd love to introduce to you guys today my friend Jessica Haley. Uh, Jessica is a serial entrepreneur, an avid competitive tennis player, yeah. and so, so, so much more. Also a mom of three. So Jessica, I'd love for you to introduce yourself to everybody listening today um, and tell a little bit about your background and story. Yeah. So I'm Jessica Haley and uh, I am a mom of three. I'm living in New York. I am definitely a serial entrepreneur. I I originally like left, you know, we went to college together. I moved to New York City and kind of had a corporate job and I ended up in like a dream job situation, but had the entrepreneurial bug. And I started a wedding business, but then as I had children and got they got busier, it was like I was giving up all my time for the weddings and missing important things in their lives. So I've kind of transitioned to building an online business. I have a social selling company and I help teach other entrepreneurs and partner with them to kind of use technology and automation and systems and branding and marketing and all the things to kind of give them their life back while still building a really powerful brand and an online business that they can be proud of, but like still have their real life. And I play tennis as often as humanly possible. Oh my gosh. The, the, the giving people their life back sounds incredible. Yeah. (laughs) Just, you know, especially this time of year we're recording now, it's almost the holiday season and it feels like there's, there's these hours in the day, but they get used up like that. They do. It's like you blink and it's dinner time. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, how, how do I get something done for myself, let alone for, for my business? Well, just want to like go back a little bit. You know, you have this entrepreneurial spirit. Where, where did it come from? So I think I've always kind of had like this ambition to have my own thing. I used to literally like sit around as a kid and imagine being like the editor of a magazine or like living in New York city. And when I left Notre Dame, I moved right to New York city because I had this like Manhattan dream. And I, obviously you go and you have to like pay your rent and you have to pay bills. You get the office job and you're like, Oh my God, I went to college to like tick all these boxes and it kind of is painful, but I ultimately made it to essentially a dream job, but I kind of couldn't get my head off of at that time, the wedding industry. So it was like, how do I get in there? And then as I made that journey and kind of transitioned, I literally Mm -hmm. would go to like the fashion Institute after, after work. And I would do workshops on the weekends. Like I was just soaking up all the information. And as I entered that like entrepreneurial world and the creative industry, I learned so much about how people are building education and coaching and podcasts like this. A podcast has actually been on my bucket list that I have has yet to happen, but um, just like there's so much out there that you can build a business and by utilizing your knowledge and your expertise and like the thing that you do best in the world. I secretly want my husband to build like an online coaching program for lacrosse. He was a lacrosse player in college. He's like, I don't know. I I can't do that. I'm like, oh my God, but it could be so amazing. But I feel like I have this, like, my brain is always firing on like these ideas and these visions and marrying that with technology. My dad was an intro. 
my dad was an engineer, so I always had computers. So that's where I'm like this hybrid of like creative and like tech at the same time. And I think like, so I've always got big ideas and big vision and I love the, the weird, like mapping it all out and like the, the model and the tech and the back end. Like I love doing that also. So I've just always had that bug. And then I've seen in my industry and in peers, like people that are stay at home moms, just like me having really big businesses and like much bigger than if they had stayed in that office job, to be honest, or stayed in their nine to five, like the internet is exponential. There's an infinite amount of people you can reach, people you can help and systems now, especially bringing that all together to allow you to have like a real income, real and real value, like real, you know, impact. I just think it's like so powerful. So that's kind of, I don't know if that made sense, but that's kind of the curve I've been on over the last 10, 15 years of this journey. Yeah. <laughs> no, it out as I go. Total sense. I, I think that most people think like, this is what I have to do. Like this is, these are the steps. Like, like you're saying, I remember being in New York and I was going to like move to New York and, and just start life and being in a hotel room and I was dressed up for an internship and I had like a blue shirt and like a black skirt, you know, like anything you'd wear to a corporate job. I'm like, I've been there. Right. You know? And my mom looked at me and she was like, she was visiting that weekend and she was like, Oh, this is what your father and I imagine you doing working in an office. And I like remember that moment still. And I'm like, I I never dreamed of that. Oh my gosh. Isn't that funny? You know? Like that, that's maybe that's your dream for me. And that's awesome. But like to have a a job like that or to have a job like that just wasn't my thing. And I think that especially the last couple of years, like this, like freedom of figuring out who you are, what you're into and really going for it. Like there's possibilities. Like I listened to some podcast I can't even remember which one it was at this point, but it was someone who created a digital course and it was on very specific, like potty training your kids by age one. And oh her second year in business, she made over a million dollars. Yeah. Like, it's wild. It's wild. My but husband doesn't like, get it. I'm like, no, but you don't understand that there's yeah. like so much value to me. Right. You know, the world needs him to teach lacrosse because yeah, he has especially, a very specific way and a niche of doing yeah. it. Well, he grew up in Maryland and like you're out in California where they didn't grow up with it. So like he has this expertise. I'm like, there's all these dads in LA that don't know even how to play and their kids are into it. And I could go on and on, but Yeah, there is literally an online program for everything, like literally everything from potty training to parenting to baking cookies. I mean, it's wild. And there are, you know, 8 billion people on the planet, like this many of them are online influencing and coaching. Like you feel like it's a saturated market or, oh, who am I to do that? But the truth is like, you, everybody has a skill, everybody Mm -hmm. has a talent and you're one day ahead of somebody else. And that's really like, all you have to be is one day ahead to help somebody else. And it's like, if you can package that up and offer it to the world, you can make a lot of money. Like I hate to, I'm not to sound greedy, but it's like, 
then you can have that freedom and the time freedom. And like my dream was like this wedding industry. And I did, I did build a big luxury business and I got flown to Europe to photograph weddings. I've been all over the country to photograph weddings and I get paid a lot. And it is amazing. However, you, I was gone basically every Saturday from Memorial day to Thanksgiving. And like when you book a wedding, it's almost a full year out, if not more so. So mm-hmm. you're on your calendar. Like you cannot miss somebody's wedding. You know, you have to be right. like on your deathbed or some mm-hmm. really extenuating circumstance to like not show up for somebody's wedding that has hired you a year in advance. But it was like, but my son had a, you know, his first soccer tournament. It was like, I can't go. And my daughter's like first dance recital, it was like, I can't go. You know, I got, went to the dress rehearsal. I, I had to totally miss it. And it was like, oh, you know, that sucks. And it was like, I had, the, I had fulfilled the dream of like building the business and the brand. And yet it like, didn't serve my life, even though it was entrepreneurial, it wasn't nine to five and going to the office. Like I had done that, but it's still, that's the beauty of this like internet marketplace that we sit in is that even as a wedding photographer, now I haven't chosen to teach other people how to photograph weddings. I could have gone down that road, but theoretically I could have cut down to like five to 10 weddings and then had an online coaching program to supplement that income. Like that's an Mm -hmm. avenue you could do. So you could cut down or, or focus all on the online education space, but there's just so much room to grow and so many different avenues for moms, especially. I think that's what I believe the most is that women are so uniquely positioned in this marketplace and in this world to like be the, be, you know, wear multiple hats, have the kids, the life, like the tennis and, and also help other people and make a good income where like my husband feels constrained a little bit by like, you know, his, the traditional job and like the pillars and like, you know, supporting the household. And I think men have more that social constraint, not that Mm -hmm. there aren't great male entrepreneurs, clearly there are. But I think as moms, like we really are in a unique place to make a big difference and yet still have like the freedom for our families and our kids and our lives. And the internet is making that all possible. It's, it's really amazing. Absolutely. You know, and like, and it started with social media and, and us watching people and trusting their recommendations and like, sort of like seeing that, that, come to life, but there's only so much you can do on, on Instagram. And, you know, like, like teaching people a method or, you know, having a podcast or, you know, having something with like a a lot bigger reach and bigger influence really does like it, it gives that flexibility, but also Mm -hmm. financial freedom and time freedom too. Right. I I think that as a mom is, Oh, it's crazy. I mean, quite honestly, you and I have had to reschedule this podcast a hundred (laughs) times because like life has gotten in the way, but like we both get it, Um, you know, but it's like, I can't even imagine at this season of life having a traditional nine to five where I'm expected to show up and be here. Oh, this meeting got canceled and, you know, you got to stay late for this or you have to go fly here, you know, that is no life. And I, I think I've witnessed so many women I've looked up to and, and working for and within the corporate world, like give up everything for 20 years, 10 years, and just see them miserable because they're missing that dance recital and they're missing that. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think 
you know, even looking over all of your uh, like marketing materials for all of the things you're doing right now, like you're really allowing moms to feel confident and give them sort of that permission to go and do something that they love. And I think that's huge because so many people don't take that leap. They're so afraid to. They're like, I'm going to go and like go all in on this job or not work. And a lot of people have that desire to do something. They just don't know what to do or like, like what you're saying, it's only going to be one day ahead, you know, like. Yeah. One day, one step, one day. That's actually part of the reason I, so obviously I have had wedding businesses. Now I've partnered with a social selling health and wellness company, and I'm kind of using that as like two legs of, you know, the puzzle or the uh, the right analogy. But I have one leg where it's like, I can show up on social media and say, this is what I'm doing for my health every day. And this is what it's helping me with, you know, all these things and people can buy a product right away. So for people who are like, oh my gosh, I'd have to build this whole course and this product before I could take that step. It's like, you actually don't. There's so many opportunities through the the gig economy, affiliate marketing, social selling, network marketing to jump in right away and actually start earning right away while you build your personal brand. So if you're in that position of, I don't want to stay in the corporate nine to five, but I don't want to go to zero, you could start building on the side in like a side hustle in your you know evenings. Now that won't be great on your time freedom, but you could kind of transition or scale back here, build up here. And then if you've effectively built your personal brand, you'll figure out your sweet spot. You'll figure out, you know, your lane. I think that's what I've figured out the most recently in part of like helping my team grow in my in this business is like, these are the things I'm really good at and really helping other people at. And it's like, oh, people want to pay me for this. Like I need to package this up. Like this is the thing (laughs) instead of trying to figure it out without feedback or without actually being in, in like, you know, on the ground doing stuff. Mm -hmm. It's almost like this, it feels like this huge elephant, you know, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? But it feels like it's so overwhelming that I don't even know how to take a step. So I'm just frozen. And I think that's one of the biggest things people can learn is like, don't stay frozen. Like just take a step, just start. Even if you don't actually have any products to sell, just start showing up online and build value. Like a girl that works in my company, she, she built like a leads list through text message marketing of like over, almost 10,000 people in under a year, giving away her mason jar salad recipes. I mean, mason jar salad recipes. I was like, what? Like, that's the easiest thing ever. And I'm not, I'm not discounting her recipes. I'm sure they're amazing. But like, this isn't rocket science. Like, mm-hmm. everybody has a thing. Like, your mason jar salads, get her on the list. And now she's delivering more value. And now she's taking them on a journey. Now she's teaching text message marketing to all these other people. And she has a whole nother stream of income. And it's like, it doesn't have to be that you're, you know, an expert on cryptocurrency and, you know, all these complicated things. It can be as basic as you've created a PDF of something that somebody will value. The potty training, my four-year-old peed his pants twice this weekend. I'm like, oh my mm-hmm. God, my daughter <laughs> took one day to potty train. My four, my four-year-old turns five in a month. I'm like, what is happening? It's been like years of potty training. And I'm like, oh my God, I would buy that course right now. Like give it mm-hmm. to me right now. I think we have failed in the that department, but anyways, there's like, 
it, it can be so basic and it's, it's, it's frequently the simple things that are the things that you have that are the most powerful and like actually going to be the things that are the biggest income opportunities for you. Like it doesn't have to be, you know, world changing to be effective and then gets you on the journey. And as the journey goes, you're going to evolve, you're going to hone in, you're going to you know, niche down or target, but it doesn't, you don't have to have it figured out to get started. I think that is like the biggest message for anyone that wants to get into any type of entrepreneurship is like, just take a step. But that's literally all you Mm -hmm. have to do. It's so true. You know, I took the, is it the Enneagram test? Yeah. (laughs) And, and so I'm a five. And so I know a lot of fives. I'm not an expert in Enneagram. Like, collect a lot of knowledge yep. and don't know what to do with it. Just keep collecting more. I like, you should well, see my book five. I do that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like more, more, more before yeah. I hit go. But I love your advice because it's, it's story of my life. Yeah. But, it, but it's how I started the, the podcast too. I was initially like, this has to be perfect. And this, this, and it's like, no, just go, just go, and, you know? And then you, you figure it out from there a little bit, you know, trial and error for sure. But, but that sort of like, was it analysis paralysis? Like you're like analysis paralysis. Yeah. Or, um, reinvent the wellness industry before I can do anything. It's like, no, no, my pen is different than somebody else's. Exactly. Exactly. I think a lot of people get stuck in that. Totally. Totally. So what would you do then if someone came to you a mom who had been out, you know, stopped working maybe five years ago. So she doesn't feel like she's like, she knows she wants to go back to work, but is rusty in her old field or maybe her old field's changed. Yeah. And she's like, like, I want to go back to it. Like I was an accountant on wall street. Like, yeah, you won't find me there. No, 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 no. Like what, how do you sort of like, help someone find their, their thing, their, their mason jar salad, their, you know, like their, their simple thing and sort of pare it down. Well, I would number one, think about like, who are you at your core? Like, what could you talk about endlessly for hours? If someone like picked your brain, like you talk to me about like lead magnets and funnels and, you know, automation, I could talk to you like all day long or tennis, but you know, I kind of know like technology is, in, is, and marketing combined is like my lane. Like that's the thing I can like, I geek out on that. So I know that's kind of my thing, but I would figure out like, who are you at your core? What can you like, what are you already an expert at? Or what do you find the most interesting? Cause it doesn't have to be that you're already the expert. It can be that you're taking an audience along on a journey. I always say like in your social media bios, it's, you either want to do like, I help someone do this, or I'm on the journey to this. Like it's like a help statement or a journey statement. So you don't have to say like, I'm already the expert. It could be like, this is what I'm doing, but I'm taking my audience along. I think people should start a personal brand. I think that is like the number one thing you should do right now. You're, I think the stats are like, it's 80, you're 80% more likely to buy from a personal brand than like just a corporate-esque looking you know, business online. So build a personal brand. And literally, if you don't know how to, you don't need to, you know, invest thousands of dollars in like professional brand design, like pick a color. Mine is purple. I have purple on everything. 
pick a color, pick a font, some fonts you like, and then just, just, just go like pick one template, <laughs> one color, one style, and then use that in your visuals, but then just show up every day and think like, how can I help today in this person that is maybe like a step behind me or like the person I was five years ago, how am I going to help that one? And I honestly recommend like partnering with a company, like a network marketing company, because pick a product you love, because then you have, you, you kind of get this built-in community of entrepreneurs and leadership and training, like right from the get-go. And if you are utilizing a product, I'm not saying turn your personal brand into that business, like do not do that. But you have something that you can like, you're the, cause one thing about entrepreneurship is it can be lonely when you're like at home in your office all day. When you join these kind of businesses, you automatically get like built in friends and partners to go on the journey with. So you're, the training is typically free. You're not like, you can invest in online education, but it's, you get a lot of it as like just what you're doing. So and you have a product to sell. So you can instantly be making money while you build your personal brand and figure out where you can add the most value. You'll naturally come to those conclusions and figure out where people are, you know, leading you. And then you can, you know, magnetize and leverage from there. But that, mm-hmm. if you literally don't know where to start, that's where I would start. If you're like, okay, I want to help people. You know, I see people that were copywriters for big marketing companies and now they're teaching people. If you have a skill from your corporate life that is easily transferable to helping other people, like this woman, okay, speaking of accounting, mm-hmm. this woman on Instagram, I'm, I'm not going to remember her name, but she does reels all about like accounting hacks for like entrepreneurs and hiring your children. And she's speaking on stages. Like she's built this like wildly popular entertaining brand on social media as an accountant. Like Mm -hmm. you would not think that that kind of a industry would lend itself to building an engaging popular brand on Instagram. Like that doesn't even seem like it would go together, but like it does. It she's, she's accomplished that as like a working mom. So it doesn't have to be this creative industry or business to business, but I would say, yeah, just figure out what, honestly, what do you like the most? What do you like to talk about the most? Find a product you can sell or partner with like an affiliate marketing. Mm-hmm. Like if you have systems you love, they often have share codes. Yes. Like, and, and when you're saying to just, uh, just to be really clear for, for everyone listening, like, you're partnering with like a skincare line, correct? Like a wellness line. Like someone could partner with Scout and Cellar, like the wine. Oh yeah, company. the clean wine. I have a friend that's yeah. a big Scout and Cellar. Yeah. yeah, Scout and Cellar Saint Makeup is great. So I've partnered with Modere, which is like it's a health and wellness and skincare. So it's like collagen, mm-hmm. gut health, mm-hmm. nutrition, mm-hmm. and then also skincare. But I'm not turning my profile into like the collagen expert, but I am like helping people run businesses, selling products that help them across the board, you know? So, Mm -hmm. but like the makeup stuff, like the Saint makeup, do you know what that is? The Saint makeup, like those, oh my God, the girls with the dots and they're like, they're doing that. That's like, they have like a makeup brand, but like some, some of them, the they're, they're called Saint artists, but they have these big accounts online of teaching people how to like feel better in their skin or be more confident or how to show up online. Like it's not focusing on the product, but they're selling mm-hmm. the product and then they're building more avenues to create revenue in their business and they're at home. 
Yeah. 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 So, so amazing. Actually, one of my, my very first guests and a good friend of mine also left the corporate world and, Mm -hmm. uh, like left, left a lot of things like left their home, moved to a tiny home and, uh, yeah. And, and she started this wine business as like a side, you know, like yeah, we just yeah. side. we're figuring out our new life and, and our plan for, you know, how we want to live in mm-hmm. today's world. And she's the like, gangbusters. I think she's got a team of 64 people. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I, I think you bring up so many great points of, you know, you're keep it simple, keep you know, it simple. keep it easy. Well, I was going to say one of the beauties of that model and for her, especially is she didn't have to open a wine shop. She didn't no. have to ship the wine. She doesn't have to deliver it. All she has to do is build value for her audience around how they could benefit from the wine. And when they order, she gets a commission, just like all those influencers with their outfits. And, and then if people want to come in and be business partners, she can train them, she can lead them and she benefits from them as well. So she's leveraging her time, her income earning. And then, you know, it can just blossom from there. That's, that's actually why those are so great is because you don't have to set up a store. You don't have to get a landlord and renovate a shop and have employees. Like it's as, as simple as showing up and sharing and using, and I like to, I'm teaching my team how to use like automated systems and lead magnets and how to like really leverage what they're doing on social media to you know, explode their pods and their customers and their audience. And, but when all that stuff combines, it's like, it's a powerful thing. And like, Mm -hmm. it's such an amazing time we're in right now for moms to kind of leverage these things. A hundred percent. You know, it's not just like the mom jobs of, I'm going to do like, you know, part-time here, I'm going to be a fitness instructor here and then be back in time for school pickup. It's like, you can create an empire sitting right here, right here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and all of those things, it's like you clock in, you get paid, you're trading time for money, but Mm -hmm. that value of that time you spent now isn't going to pay you next year and the year after where Mm -hmm. if you can build, you know, a customer base and a business group of business partners, and then you can build an online course or something that, you know, becomes more of an automated sales platform. Mm -hmm. You can have, you know, leverage this income for years. I mean, that's really yeah. the beauty of it is when you go do like a part-time job, you're still trading time for money. Yeah. And with the internet that we have right now, it's like, it's just not the smartest way to do things. <laughs> yeah, totally. Totally. And you mentioned something in the, in the beginning of your, your answer to my question, a couple of questions ago, but uh, just explain it just a little bit more because I thought it was really interesting of like, I can't remember the stat exactly, but you're saying that people buy more from a person than a corporate brand. So if someone were also to be starting out, you would say, hey, you should really market yourself. Market yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So you're eight people are 80% more likely to make a purchase from a personal brand. So Say you're going to like, say you're going to be the Saint Beauty artist, for example. That's not what I am, but um, you could be, uh, there's, there's, I'm going to use the example of this woman, Jen Reed, who I see online all the time. She's like over 50. She gets on every day and talks about women's wellness for like mature women. So everything she talks about is like, you know, how to eat 
properly if you're like over this certain age, how to like everything she's talking about is like showing her life and the the place she's in. And she's giving tips for people who are also in this place. So her brand is Jen, the person that helps women who are transitioning, you know, into their fifties and beyond. But, but, but then she's like in her stories, she talks about, you know, she talks about all kinds of things, but she also talks about her Saint makeup and how it's great for the skin of it. It's apparently it's great for aging skin. So that's one of the benefits. So she also promotes vitamins and protein things. And, you know, she kind of has like an affiliate relationship with other products she likes, but she's building this asset of her makeup business. But you wouldn't go to her account and be like, oh, it's like, makeup, 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 makeup. It's, it's actually very minimal. It's like, this is Jen. She's the expert on women's wellness or for mature women. And every single day she's showing up with value for that little niche, but in targeting like a specific group, she's becoming the expert and her reach is exploding. And, And then her sales and her team and all these other things are growing exponentially as well. And in the meantime, like if I were her, I would then start launching programs or memberships or a community that she could further monetize with that group of people who already love her and connect with her and are binging her content on social media. Mm-hmm. Or she's doing that. I don't actually know her personally, yeah. but I think she's yeah. a great example of how to do this. And all she's doing every day is saying to herself, how can I add value to this specific audience, which is probably the person she was five years ago when she entered this category and was researching like why her body was changing or why, why it was harder to lose weight than it was when she was 25, you know, just all the things. Mm -hmm. I'm not there yet, but yeah, I can learn. Yeah, exactly. But I think that that's also key too of, you know, okay, I'm thinking of being that, that, that mom coming to you of like, mm-hmm. what do I do? Okay, here, I'm going to create my own brand. I'm going to keep it simple. And here are the steps I'm going to take to do it. And it's going to be me. I've never promoted me before. Yeah. So how do I make that connection? And it, is it more of like bring this consistent same value every day? So I would do, first of all, do a brain dump, like get a huge map of paper and write down everything that it like makes you tick. And you don't have to, I think people think like, oh, if I have a personal brand, I have to share everything. Like we don't like you and I went to Notre Dame. People like hear that I went to Notre Dame online, but I'm, I'm, I'm actually a, a huge sports fan. Like I watch football and hockey and basketball like as much as my husband does. I don't really talk about that on Instagram. Like you might, you know, I'm like a sports mom and I play tennis, but I'm not like, oh my God, I'm watching golf today. Like I never talk Mm -hmm. about that on social media. It's just like not really connecting with anyone the way I'm intending to. So like, that's something I don't really put online that much. I don't actually put my kids online that much. Like my Mm -hmm. feed is not all my kids. I kind of do funny things to relate to my target audience. Like last night I posted a picture of me and my 10 year old doing the holiday cards at like 10 PM because Mm -hmm. I relate to get them. So I'm like relating like anyone else, a busy mom who's like sending the holiday cards on practically Christmas Eve. And so it's like relatable content with my kids, but I'm not, the point is not to be like flooding my feed with my kids because it's not necessarily. So you kind of can pick, like pick what you 
want to share or mm-hmm. what's going to relate to your audience. And you don't have to share the rest. Like it, this isn't the Kardashian reality show. You can target like, what are, what are the characters? Imagine the characters, like what are the characters mm-hmm. of my channel going to be? And it can be for mm-hmm. me, it's, it's tennis, not really a person, but it's like my tennis. It's like mm-hmm. internet marketing. It's my Modere business. It's mm-hmm. like helping moms get their time back and freedom. So these are all things I talk about. So mm-hmm. I pay attention to like sharing about those kind of like on a regular rhythm. And mm-hmm. then in my, you know, call to action or in my bio, it's demonstrating like, here's how I can help you. Here's how you can get started. Here's how you mm-hmm. can buy something or get a free resource. But I think the biggest thing is like make a big brain dump, pick where you think mm-hmm. like you can talk the most and 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 want to keep going. Like what, what could you talk about all day that could help yeah. someone else? And then kind of build your personal brand about that. And then you have to show yourself, you have to show your face. You have mm-hmm. to like be okay having posts that like talk about your daily life. And you have to be able to like educate and entertain your audience in an engaging way, kind of like on a regular basis, but mm-hmm. you don't have to overthink it. Like have a profile picture where you're looking at the camera, have an I hope or a journey statement direct them to start here, like a call to action to a link to either buy something or get on your email. Even if you're not selling anything yet, you can still start collecting people's information with an email or a text messaging list and then start sharing and kind of pick your lane and start sharing something value about that, like every single day. And you'll be shocked how that could like amplify your reach and grow your audience quickly. And then as you go, you'll get feedback, you'll get comments, you'll see what people are resonating with, and you'll kind of be able to hyper-focus. And if you are overwhelmed at, oh my gosh, starting a course or launching a coaching program, they're like, start with a product that like, a, like a social selling product or an Amazon affiliate, you can do Amazon affiliates. They pay like 1%. I would write, you know, that's part why I'm like, I don't know if it's worth your time. You can look up to like 30 to 60% or more on these other things. So Mm -hmm. yeah. And just, just go, just take a step forward. That's awesome. And then what about like video? Like we've been doing this a while, comfortable on video, like someone just getting started. They're like, how do I do one of those reels? I'm supposed to dance or like lip sync to something like Does everyone have to do that if it doesn't fit their brand? No, they do not. I've never danced on my reels. So it's just kind of funny. I have been on Facebook. I was the third person in the Notre Dame network on Facebook. It was like, so I have been on Facebook, like literally since the day it started. My friend was like, you got to do this. And I'm like, it's like me and your sister. Like, what is this for? Like my how times have changed. But I've been on Instagram since 2011. And when stories came out, I was like, I'm not doing that. Like I didn't put my face on camera for years. Like I probably Mm -hmm. would have a bigger audience had I started doing stories, but it was, it's intimidating. Mm -hmm. But I would say you kind of just have to do it. Use a filter. Like I've been a professional photographer. Nobody says, Oh my God, they adjusted the exposure properly when they delivered that photo. No, like get some filters, like pick one you like, put your face at the window. That's like nature's beauty dish. 
Pro tip, if you film in your car, you have three directional light. It's literally like all smooths everybody's skin. Ooh. Yeah, the car is the best place if you're like worried about what you look like, but <laughs> you just have to start doing it. If you're not comfortable speaking to the camera, practice just like take a selfie in the car. Wear the sunglasses if you want. Like just be yourself and put text on the um on the story. You know, you can add like little text boxes like it's just just mm-hmm. baby steps. You know, you don't have to be Oprah Winfrey to get started on social on the, your face on video, but you'll be shocked how quickly it becomes more comfortable. And with reels, I do reels like sitting at my desk right here. It's like I, mm. I find it a lips. I usually do a lip sync one where I can like, you know, play on the words or take my point of view to like what they're saying. That's what I do 99% of the time. And mm-hmm. I sit right here at my desk. I don't dance. And I do the sound with my face. And I put up the text and the caption. And that's what I do for 90% of my reels. Before I forget to ask, where can everyone follow you? Yes. Yeah, so I am at Jessica Haley, H-A-L-E-Y, N-Y like New York. So Jessica Haley, N-Y. I'm, I'm there on Instagram, on Facebook, on Pinterest. I, I think I'm on TikTok that's basically my handle across all social media. So, okay. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Everyone can find you. Yeah, hop on. Um, Hello. I think we got in an amazing crash course here for everyone, like looking to like take that jump. <laughs> but like, I want to ask you about you because you are like, just you're glowing. Oh. <laughs> you have a smile on your face. Like, you know, and this is not like just at this moment. It's, it's all the time. Like, what is your secret sauce to like overall health and wellness? And like, how do you, yeah. how do you, how, I mean, you work with collagen a little bit. Uh, so know, like, I how recommend do you the health? collagen. If you find my Instagram, I can give you a, a collagen discount. No, but I think I have found like, it's funny because my luxury New York, like high-end wedding photography website talked about my love of Taco Bell. So I am not the healthiest person, but I did discover the collagen. I basically liked the business model of the brand. So I started the products and I did have like a transformational experience. Like I've had acne my whole life and it's gone. So I'm like, I'm drinking that stuff like liquid gold, but the things I, I basically wanted to take it because I just, I'm afraid of needles to be completely Mm -hmm. transparent. And I, Mm -hmm. I don't want to have to get Botox. So I was like, I will suck down that collagen. I will put all the creams on. Like, I don't want to have to have Botox. So that Mm -hmm. was like, the goal, but now it's like, you have better energy. You have better sleep. You have my, my skin cleared. I'm like, I'm never stopping this stuff. So Mm -mm. that's one thing, but I think like the, the thing I've done the, like for my health more than anything is honestly the tennis. I play tennis. Like I haven't done a sit up in a decade. Like I'm not going to the gym. I'm not out running, but I play tennis a lot. I, I played as a kid and then didn't play for like 15 years, but I think everybody should pick up a racket sport, whether it's pickleball, tennis. We have p- paddle in New York. Your husband probably mm-hmm. knows because it was invented. Oh my, gosh. My, my brother-in-law is a paddle ball, paddle tennis. Yeah, I, I play paddle. My husband is at paddle three nights a week. Like it's it's a win- it's an outdoor winter sport in New York. It's weird, but it it is so great because not only are you obviously getting the physical benefits of being active and working out, like obviously everyone knows when you work out, you get endorphins, you feel better. That goes without saying, but racket sports are also super social. 
which is a huge for your mental health. It's also, they, they hit two different things. There's like fast twitch muscles and there's also endurance. Cause you're playing for, you know, if you play a match, it's like two hours. So it's like, you know, the different fitness groups, it's the social aspect. It's also like strategic. So your brain is going like when you jog, your brain doesn't really have to be functioning. Like not really. I mean, no offense to joggers, but like, no, you're on a tennis you ball, it's like, where should I hit the ball? Where's my partner going? There's a lot of mental stuff going on at the same time. So it's one of those sports that hits like all avenues. So I recommend getting a sport like that. The downside is like, you have to play tennis when other people play tennis. So I actually wake up really early. Like I get up at like five 30 in the morning. That's kind of like, I'm a morning person. The house is like dark. I'm in my office, you know, building content. And that's the beauty of being an entrepreneur is like, I can get up at 5 AM or I could stay up till 11 PM. I'm usually asleep on my couch by eight 30. Like sometimes I fall asleep reading my kids, their stories, Me too. <laughs> but it's like, I'll get up in the morning and then I'll play tennis at nine or the match will be at noon or, you know, whenever you have to play the, the, the sport when other people can play. So that can be tricky if you're, especially if you're in a traditional job and going to an office. So, but I find something you love. Like I have a past bride who has taken up fencing. I'm like fencing. She's like doing fencing competitions with like high school kids and she's in her thirties and a mom. And I'm like, that's amazing. She's like learning a new skill, which is like mm-hmm. mentally stimulating and a challenge and physically yeah. Obviously, like getting her in shape, and it's like, who would ever think of fencing? Not yeah. me. I'll play tennis. Yeah, but that, yeah. Don't that trust along me with a like, like that. Mm-hmm. What was oh, that? God. I said, don't trust me with a big sword like that. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I know, right? Like I would, with I would. Yeah, but I, I mean, finding a physical activity that you can like really get into. Yeah, that also is social. I think is like a game changer for just like mental health in general and like (laughs) feeling good every day. And I'm like super competitive. So I love playing like, like I played USTA tennis matches. We had the playoffs yesterday. Like, it's just like a buzz, you know, it's, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. And I will say also my, my, my husband is a, uh, a tennis fanatic and, and it, and it's, it's also like the after, effect too because like it's like a such a mental game almost like chess and it's like a if I would have stepped here if I, you know we would have done this what is this I could have like gotten it and and it's like you're just like sort of like plotting the next yeah but yeah. It, it it's such a great sport to like age into as well well that's the beauty of it you can literally mm-hmm. start at any age yeah and yeah. also you start at your own level I think that's what someone, some people are afraid, like, I, oh, I'm a beginner. The way it's set up is that like any racket club has levels. So if you're a beginner, you're a two five and I won't go into all the levels, but it's like you play with other two five. So you're not, you're not going to play me. You're not going to, your husband's not going to play like someone who can't hit a ball. Like it's very, it's very regimented in that, like they know where the skill levels are and everything's designed around that and you compete at your same skill level like across the board so you can be a beginner and have competitive matches and go to nationals like there is a two five national championship like those people started playing tennis like last year they can go to nationals like what other activity as a grown-up can you do that in like nothing yeah you know i'm doing it in jogging you're gonna be dead last right yeah yeah i'm like yeah so I, I get, I do you, like what other wellness things do you do? So 
it's fitness, it's finding like a career you love. Like what, how do you like define wellness? And then what else do you kind of do to meet that need for yourself? Those are, I mean, those are the biggest two. It's like finding biggest, something yeah. that you're passionate about doing. Like I get excited every day to be strategizing my business and figuring out what's going to come next. Did I mute myself? All good. There we go. All okay. good. Yep. <laughs> Start that over and just edit that um, out. Yes. Yeah. We're all good. Okay. Perfect. Back to wellness. So basically, back to wellness. Yeah. I mean, so basically, like my tennis takes up a lot of time. My business takes up a lot of time. But I think being in something that you're passionate about is the key to anything. So passionate about tennis, passionate about my business. Like I geek out on strategizing and what I'm going to build next and what's coming next. Like, so that when it there is a hard day, it's not so much of a strain. I actually, despite my love of Taco Bell, have kind of discovered how pro- supplements actually really help your body and feeling better and, and, you know, not being bloated and not having like brain fog. Like I was kind of of the opinion that you just kind of had good genes. And now I'm like, right. no, actually you, you can have good genes that helps, but you can actually like actively help yourself out and put yourself in a better place by doing the right things in your routine and like your, you know, like the nutrition that supplements that you're taking. And then also I would say like being intellectually engaged in the environment and like your kid's school and your social, your community, social projects and helping other people. I think that goes along. Like, I feel like that's part of my business, but you know, just being on a podcast or I have, I ran this like entrepreneurship group in my town. Like that was like hugely fulfilling, but like, I didn't make any money off that. It wasn't a business, but it was fabulous, you know, for those social connections, those business connections and feeling like you're impacting people. And so, yeah, just like staying curious, staying excited, staying passionate in what you're doing, I think is the key to life basically. For sure. For sure. And it's all about choices and Mm -hmm. actually taking action, which I feel sometimes people get stuck, you know, and you're like this, I can't, I'm just going to be miserable for this period of time because this is what, this is what's in front of me. And you have the power to change that. And you You have choice. You can always choose. It's like, you can't change your circumstances, like what Mm -hmm. happened, but you can definitely choose how you react and how you go forward, you know, with those things, even going through hard things. It's always a choice. Yeah. And so do you get your kids involved in everything you're doing? Like, are they playing tennis with you? Are you, you know, taking them to these events? They do a lot of sports. We're a sports family. (laughs) You couldn't tell. So my kids are involved in soccer and tennis and they play lacrosse and they do um, activities at their school. My daughter just joined the Girl Scouts. If anything, I've overcommitted them to activities, but (laughs) I want them as young kids, so mine are all under 10, to kind of mm-hmm. have a, a wide variety of experiences so that they can really figure out what their thing is or what they're passionate mm-hmm. about going forward. So I really, I'm okay driving all over town. I have a joke on Instagram. I'm mm-hmm. in my car office. I drive to practice and sit there hot spotting and like get work done on my computer yeah. in my car. Like instead yeah. of driving back and forth twice, I just drive there, sit in the parking lot, drive home. So that like mm-hmm. allows me to be a little more efficient, but 
I'm happy to do all the carpooling and the driving and juggling because that's what I loved as a kid. And even now, like I love having my things. Like I don't, you know, want to have to compromise my own sports schedule or my tennis life. And my husband, he plays tennis and lacrosse. So he's got stuff going on too. We're a busy, busy with activities. Yeah. 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 And then how do you shut off? Like, is it a beach vacation? Do you panic when you need to shut off? Like, no, I think I I shut off by like reading non-business stuff. Like, getting involved in like a great movie or a documentary or like a book that's just like not necessarily chick lit, but like not or not around business, like doing something that's just like a turn, you know, shutting that down. That kind of gets you like refueled. I love being like, we're in a water town. If I could paddleboard like every day, that would be amazing. Like just being out on the water is always so great or relaxing, like being able to like relax, which with toddlers is not easy. So we're getting Mm-mm. to that stage. No. Awesome. Okay, cool. Well, I have one question I asked every guest okay. on the show. If you had a button, like just like right in front of you, it'd be with you all the time. Okay. You could press it and something would happen. And it'd be the same thing happening every single time. If you had a button, what would it do? Oh my goodness. This is a tricky question. <laughs> if I had a button, what would it do? I think it would magically organize my house. <laughs> if I could just be like, boom, the office is clean. Boom, the kitchen is organized. Boom, the laundry is picked up. I'm like guilty mm-hmm. of organized chaos. Like I know where everything is, but like, if you walked in my office, you can, it's pretty back here in front of me. is like the Amazon boxes and the piles of notes and things written on napkins. And, you know, it's like what you don't see that is, you know, nobody's home is perfect, but that would definitely be my button actually. Mm -hmm. I love that button because when you have one kid, one of you could clean up the things. Yeah. When you, when you have two, it's hard. You can still manage. But when you have three, it's it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard to keep everything together. It's very challenging. Yeah. Awesome. Well, this has been amazing. I feel like everybody got a crash course on how to start a business. And it's perfect because this episode will be airing in like the beginning of next year. Oh, when everyone is, is super motivated. Uh, just, Thank you, Jessica. Oh, like, you're welcome. You so I hope that wasn't like here. overwhelming or disjointed. No, not at all. Not at all. Here, I'm going to stop recording right here. hope you enjoyed this episode of a side of syrup if you love this episode as much as i did head on over and rate and review and subscribe so you never miss the next one also if you know someone who would love this episode or podcast in general send it to them too thank you 
New episodes go up on Tuesdays. Thanks for tuning in. I can't wait to hang out with you again soon.